All right, looks like we have gone live according to StreamYard's um, countdown timer. Um, this is Mark Boyle. I'm the Prepper Guy. And, you know, for the last, well, since uh, last year, New Year's resolution was to, uh, you know, to slowly back off of uh, some of my social media and my websites and all that. So I collected on a lot of websites. I walked away from uh, doing a lot of the work at CRN <clears throat> and stuff like that. And and today is just a continuation of this because, uh, well, you know, fucking look what's going on in our in our country. Um, there's procedures and ways things are supposed to work, and and it seems like they're not working that way, which is kind of fucking aggravating to me. And uh, I just, I don't understand things. And and so, you know, it, it's, it's like people, maybe I should call this show, you know, welcome to I don't care. Because it doesn't matter how much, you know, I rant and rave and fucking go off, you know, the deep end. Or Chris Ann Hall or any of the real patriots in the constitutional movement try to go on talking. You know, sure, they get a lot of people that listen, but at the end of the day, they, they might as well just sit there and go, yeah, Chris Ann, I hear you. Uh, I don't care. I just, I don't care. I, I do, but I don't. And and it kind of hits home when I'm talking to people, you know, in my family and stuff that are, you know, are supposed to be smarter than me, especially my kids, if I ask them. Um. And you're explaining to them, is it's like, you know, America was set up a certain way. We're a republic, not a democracy. And, and I get pushback on that. And, and the Electoral College was set up a certain way, and I get pushback on that. And so all this stuff I'm watching in the news with this Trump election and all the court cases and all that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, why are we talking about this? And And... Maybe I don't really understand how it works, but I, I remember, you know, reading in history books that the Electoral College worked a certain way. We, as American people, never elected a president as far as going out and voting. It just didn't happen. Now, that was 200 plus years ago, you know, when it was all set up properly. And so you, you, you elected your representative. Every two years, you had a, had a thing to vote on, and, and then that was it. Um, he or she picked the electors based on the, the vibe of the, the, the area that they represented, you know. Well, and that got all screwed up because of gerrymandering and all that. And, you know, you can't unscramble an egg, I guess is my point. It's like I watch now what's going on in the news. And it's like, why are we wasting our fucking time with this these court cases and all that? It doesn't really matter who won the popular vote or if dead people are supposed to be able to vote, especially when it comes to a president because we never voted for a president in, in the beginning. It just didn't fucking happen. So we're, we're, we're talking and wasting a lot of time on things that are really none of our fucking business. And, and I guess what it is is, is the, the media and, and the RNC and the DNC have pushed so hard to, 
to make popular vote, you know, and voting important. That's why we have a two-party system now, because, you know, with the Electoral College, you could have the Whig Party, the Federalist Party, the Democrat Party, the Republican Party, whatever, the, the Green Party, the, the Independent Party, and, and they would all run and talk to, you know, in in districts, and they would they would go out and campaign and, and get other districts in the state to to put you on the, you know, the list. Um, and then, you know, if you really went whistle-stop touring around, you'd, you know, get more people. And eventually you could win as president. But see, the DNC and the RNC really like the whole two-party system because it's two fucking parties, you know. It's much easier. You can't have a one-party system. And a three-party system is just too fucking complicated. You know, because now that's you're, you're taking the money to be made in advertising and stuff and dividing it by three. You know, and, and so it, it's just, you know, you're taking the, the the donation pool and dividing it by three or four or five, you know. So when FDR started crying like a little bitch and, and said, you know, this is how it needs to be, you know, if I can't pick my senators and, you know, they can't be elected by popular vote, and blah, blah, blah. And, and he just messed it all up. And, and and when that happened, you know, and it really threw a wrench in the Electoral College, nobody said anything. You know, and you can listen to Chris Ann Hall talk about the Electoral College. She's got four or five videos out there that are really informative. But you know, once again, I don't care. That's what people say. I don't care. Chris Ann Hall makes a lot of sense, but I, I don't care. You know, how does that affect my life? Well, you'll find out if, uh, you know, if the Democrats are successful in and pushing a, a, a communist socialist president down our throat. And normally that wouldn't matter because the president really doesn't deal with, you know, internal American working things, you know, within the country. He just, you know, deals with treaties and stuff. So, you know, he, he could, you know, he could write a treaty that says we're going to make Japan part of America or China or fucking Muslim Brotherhood. But if, if the states don't ratify it, through your representatives that you elected, then it just doesn't happen, see? But now it could because we've allowed that to happen. So, you know, when you really step back and look at it, it's just so off the rails that it's painful to watch. And and, and my wife the other day, she's like, I, I don't understand, you know, they've been talking about this for years. As far as I can remember, we had popular vote. And I go, yeah, it's funny how that works, you know, because, you know, 50 million flies eat shit and therefore what's the big deal? Um, we're not flies. See, a fly might not argue with eating shit because that's the way it is. So, you know, the news and everybody, all of them, all of the fucking media and all of the politicians and all of their talking heads are talking about whether this, you know, a county should be recounted or that state should be recounted and, you know, watchers and poll watchers, which, you know, they had even probably 200 years ago when, you know, well, no, they really didn't, you know, because there was, there was no vote, never mind. But if you, if, you know, in your area, like when and you elected your representative back 200 years ago, you know, they probably had people that would sit there and go, hey, wait, Bob didn't vote for, Jane, Pop's fucking dead. 
you know, but so they, they had these procedures probably for a long time, just for corruption and stuff, even 200 years ago. But nowadays, when you really look at it, you just have to ask yourself, why in the fuck are we dealing with this? And it's because the media has constantly been pushing this two-party system and, and, and how it works and popular vote and how important one man, one vote is and all of that stuff that never, ever fucking mattered. See, there was no room for racism or, or you know, disenfranchising people. It just didn't happen because it was set up so simply. So, when you, you know, so people don't get it. And, 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 and do the lawyers not get it? Or have they just decided that stare decisis and, and case law and precedence overrides, you know, the Constitution? Because if, if they have, then they really shouldn't be on Trump's legal team because they're fucking morons and they're just billing for hours to, to you know, fucking pay off their yacht. So, and it's not just this election. I mean, you know, I'm pissed about what I see, <clears throat> not because my guy is having his election stolen from him. I'm pissed because America is having its fair elections stolen from them by no matter what party and no matter who did this. You know, it's it's being stolen. And, and it's hard to not just look at this and go, you know, what, what the fuck? You know, oh, it's off. Good deal. So <clears throat> I've, I've, I've gotten to the, to the point that we're all, fair weather, you know, patriots, I guess, you know, we believe what we've been told for 50, 60, 70 years, depending on how old you are. That's what you've been told. That's your, your, your years of perspective on the way things work, not how they should work, not how they do work. It's just how you're told they work. So we, we step back and go, Oh, wow. You know, um, this is, this is how it works. Why would anyone change it? Why would, you know, mail-in ballots are fine. You know, we've done them before. Well, never to this scale. Oh, you know, when, when there was this Spanish flu, we, we wore masks and, you know, tried closing areas. It's like, sure, because there was something legitimately going on. You know, that actually killed more people than this stupid virus. And, and, and now... Well, I don't. I don't even care about now. So you look at the. You look at the. What we're seeing, and it's just a breakdown. I, I watched an interview on uh, Newsmax. I can't remember who it was, and maybe it was on Facebook too, which was amazing. That uh, you know, the the gal's mother, you know, started the, the Tea Party movement way back when. Now she has started this Stop the Steal movement, so the daughter is highly involved in the Stop the Steal. And uh, she said that they were gaining, like, I don't know, a 1,000 members a day on Facebook, and then Facebook shut them down. And then their email service, you know, MailChimp, fuck you, MailChimp, um, shut them down and locked them out of their account. So all of the email lists they couldn't have access to. Now, if they were smart, they probably had that backed up somewhere, you know, because you can download that in an Excel file. But anyway, 
And then somebody else sent a letter <clears throat> to all of the email subscribers and, and followers that the Stop the Steal event in Washington had been canceled. Now, granted, a million people still showed up. <clears throat> but, you know, this is what goes on by people like I've used MailChimp probably for six, seven years because it's fucking free. And, uh, but a lot of people have used them, constant contact and that. And it's free to me because I don't have that many followers. So if I'm under 2,000, so it's free. But there's a lot of companies that pay them. And so over the five, six years that people have used MailChimp, MailChimp took their money and was grateful to become, you know, one of the biggest content providers, you know, <clears throat> or whatever through email, what do they call that? You know, um, they were just happy. They were rich, fucking buying cars. They were among the rich and famous and blah, blah, blah. And here's Joe fucking nobody. You know, he started MailChimp and he's fucking rich and he lives like this. And they all live in, you know, fucking Washington, you know, where, you know, all the little yippy bucks hang out, you know, like Facebook. And yeah, well, that's just where the power is, you know, in the social media site. So they didn't mind, but then, then they turn around and go, well, I, I, I don't like Trump because he's got orange hair. So we're going we're gonna to shut you out of your account. So it's like, oh, you know, and thank you for your maybe, you know, over the three years you've been using MailChimp and paying us, you know, five, six hundred a month. You know, that's, uh, you know, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars. Thank you. Now we're going to use this money to fuck you. And that's what they do. Facebook's like, oh, thanks for you know being on this site because I've been able to sell advertising at an ungodly amount of money, you know, to big companies. You know, Facebook ads are not that expensive, you know, for little guys. But you know, Mercedes, you want a fucking Facebook ad, you're going to pay out the ass for it. Um, you know, so thanks for all of that and making that possible for me, a high school, you know, a college pervert that couldn't get a date. Um, but now I'm going to fuck you because my opinion matters more. I mean, your opinion mattered when you created Facebook and your thoughts and your ideas and your dreams and your goals, you know, which helped you make money. But I don't really care about your fucking opinion if you're going to shut me down, block me out and, and, and censor me. You know, it's not your job. It's not MailChimp's job. So I'm, I'm you know. I'm putting this out so I can, you know, tell all my fans that I, you know, as of today, I'm going to go on to Facebook or and, and Mailchimp and close my accounts. Except there's, I think one of them, maybe I don't even know that I care about. So, and, and that's only because it's my wife's business, so I can't close that. But mine, I'm just going to close them. I'm just going to fuck it. You know, if you want my email, you want to know what I'm up to, fucking log on to prepperguy.com and see what I'm up to. It's very little most of the time. So that's what I'm going to do. Because you know what? Fuck you, MailChimp. Fuck you, Facebook. Fuck all of you uppity, rich, fucking social media giants now that have sold your businesses for gazillions of dollars. And you, you really were, you know... If you wouldn't have came out with your stupid little social media idea, you were you were this close to becoming a dishwasher. But you know, you you used what you your, your brain and you created something, and, and then and then somebody bought you out. Okay, more power to you. 
million dollars, 10 million, a billion, don't, it, it doesn't matter. But don't take that wealth and now think that you're smarter than the average guy or gal that puts you on the map, you motherfucker. So that's, that's what irritates me, you know, and, and, and quite literally, you know, for my five years of podcasting and all that, you know, one time I got voted as the most, you know, fucking cool podcast on some prepper site, which, you know, that was cool, you know, but that was before I cussed and ranted more than I do now. But really, you know, prepping is that it's that simple. If you've been camping, if you're a Boy Scout, you're like a world class prep, prepper. So, you know, it's, it's not that complicated, in my opinion. I've done podcasts on, you know, state sovereignty and nobody fucking cared. You know, talked about nutrition. You know, I've read books, like college books on nutrition. And yet no one cares because I'm not a doctor. So, you know what? Fuck it. I have my life. And... and and the world is coming crashing down around us. And, and I'm not going to be the guy out there crying in the wind, you know, like in the fucking movies where there's some dopey son of a bitch just sitting there with a sandwich sign going, you know, the end is nigh. You know, on the other side of it says, repent, God is coming. I'm not that guy. You know, and then in the movie, you see the fucking building falls on him or something anyway. It is ending, and if you're too stupid to see that it's ending, then you're just naive. You're politically naive. And so I can't continue to, to, to push what I considered my narrative because I'm 66. I so don't give a fuck about the world. I mean, I'm, I'm locked in a battle with my city over a building permit. And then I was talking to somebody, I go, well, everybody in the city council tells me they don't like this guy that's causing all these problems for the city and me. And I go, well, it's just, you know, get rid of him. I elected you, not him. Get rid of him. Well, you know what it is, it's this guy, you know, the city, whatever, likes him. They're friends. And I was like, oh, so the city guy that is also not elected likes him and he's got a lot of clout in the community so we're not going to get rid of him even though he's given the city a bad name apparently not so this is what we're up against on a local chicken shit hire the dog catcher level and nothing's changing because of politics and good men not doing the right thing so when you go to a, take it to a national level, it's just far worse than that. And we've all seen, you know, you don't fight City Hall. I wrote the fucking song, I fought the law and the law won. Well, I'm fighting the law and, and they could win. Doesn't mean you have to be a gangster that's fighting the law. You know, this is a court case. It's a misdemeanor. Thousands of dollars in fines. I'm fighting the law. So it's, it's, it's out there. People see it all the time. You know, it's like, you know, I, I had to argue with the city hall to get a variance to, to fucking empty my garbage. You know, it's that bad nowadays. You just, you, the, the light bulbs, the flush in your toilet, everything is regulated. Everything. You know, if, if you're a business and, and you, you know, now because you're, you're a business, you have to jump through all these fucking hoops, which you should not have to do. Um, they can tell you you shut down because we're 
were scared of this fucking pandemic. Um, or we'll, we'll take your license and therefore you can't work, which you can if you're willing to fight the law. So on local level, state level, federal level, it, it, it's, it's just a fucking disaster. And, and I, I have to bring my A-game to this lawsuit and my life and the issues with family that I have, like everybody, and my property and, and the things I'm doing. Like this video, you know, it might be 20 or 40 minutes long. In that much time, I could actually carpet, you know, my office upstairs, which I haven't done yet. I could probably 40 minutes. By the time I edit this and get it where I want it and go through all the fucking social media hoops to, you know, put it here and put it there and share it there and, you know, format it into something that, you know, Podbeam can actually share. Well, I'll have an hour and a half wasted. I mean, I consider it a waste because I don't do this for a living. It's it's kind of my hobby. And, and, and quite literally, if, if I had the time to spend an hour and a half working on my hobby, I'd be down at my shop cleaning that out because I just painted a bunch of cabinets and there's a mess and the paint gun needs cleaned out and it's sitting there sitting in water so it don't get ruined. But I, there's just stuff going on that I'd rather do for my hobby. You know, put up, I want to get those shower curtain things like in the hospitals that you can all the way around and block off areas that get dust or overspray on when I paint, you know, to where I could, you know, have like a open closed paint booth, you know, and just dust, you know, I could close off the room and just turn on the fan and, and cut wood and not have dust all over my fucking tool. See, that's much more fun for an hour and a half of my day than this. You know, we've got Thanksgiving coming up. It's another, you know, holiday that's been bastardized to the fucking nth degree by the media, you know, and advertisers and money. You know, it's always about money. You know, I've told the story of Thanksgiving and, you know, like Rush Limbaugh every year tells the true story of Thanksgiving. And, and, and yet, you know, maybe a few people share that story with their family at Thanksgiving. And, and, and yet... After years of rush and conservatives and people talking about the Constitution and Ron Paul's in the world and Chris Ann Hall's in the world and all these constitutional lawyers and the Mark Levins, who he's kind of bent and warped too, but, you know, here we are. After all the knowledge that has been bestowed on patriots in America for the last hundred years, we're arguing about whether popular vote matters. And, and and if they win this, then they're going to destroy the Electoral College. And that is the end of the republic. It's that simple. You know, when it's no longer a, a representative republic and they destroy the Electoral College and we vote for everything by popular vote, we become a democracy. And that's how it works in democracy. It's mob rule and panic and 51 votes in your neighborhood say you can't have a red car. 51 votes say that you can't build onto your house. 51 votes say you have to eat your dog. 51 votes can move you out of the house and bring in a homeless 
person or two or three. 51 votes can tell you that you no longer can eat meat. 51 votes will put that cattle rancher out of business in your area so you can't even sidestep that bullshit and buy hamburger from Bob, the rancher. 51 votes will tell you that McDonald's can no longer be open. 51 votes can say that you don't have a job anymore because you don't have a college degree, even though you built the company. 51 votes can do so much damage to a republic. One vote, one person in your neighborhood that don't like you can say that you have to move. You have to sell your house. 51 votes could just take it from you in the name of the good of the collective. 51 votes are the Borg. Democracy is the Borg. If you don't know who that is, watch Star Trek, look up the Borg, watch a couple episodes on it, and, and you'll fucking see. And yet, you know, there, we're, we're questioning whether schools should reopen. Well, based on what I've seen, as far as like I was explaining this to my wife today, we were talking about it. It's like if you put on a graph, like, you know, uh, let's go this way. This is like maybe 50 years. And then uh, then there's the other 50 years that comes across, you know. And, and you pick a matrix like, you know, what have we learned? You know, has our country gone down economically, socially, educationally, morally, um, value-wise, anything? Has it gone up or down over that 50 years? And you would see that it's crashing. And then if you put the Board of Education's numbers on there and how much we fucking fund, you'd see that, you know, our money, is, there's no return on investment. So I say keep the fucking schools closed. In fact, outlaw schools, defund schools. And if I could get 51 votes, I could outlaw schools and close them forever. You see, that's in a democracy. And, and my one vote doesn't matter in a republic. So if I get a crazy idea to open all the schools and teach fucking five-year-olds how to put condoms on a cucumber so they can have sex with a fucking farm animal, that's what they'll teach your daughter because 51 votes. 51%. Majority rules, motherfucker. It's a democracy. Surprise, motherfucker. So it's a mess. And, and and I'm pretty well sick of it. So keep the schools close. Fucking defund them for all I care. Spend that money on something important, you know. But you're you're going to look at things in 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 the coming five ten years. You know that you know it's a big hoopla over veterans and returning veterans and stuff. And and yet nobody ever asks why do we have a standing army, considering we haven't declared war constitutionally, making our president commander in chief legally since Pearl Harbor. Hmm, really? So we have a standing army, which was one of George Washington's biggest fears, and the founding fathers did not like standing armies because that's like that's a gang of thugs that are doing what the president tells them, and if the president's an asshole, those thugs will come and take your house. Why? Because 51 people don't think you should have that house in that neighborhood. That's why. That's why standing armies are so damn dangerous. And then when you call yourself a democracy, they become even more damn dangerous because now they're an army that do what the, the president tells them because they think he's the commander-in-chief. And if he tells them, hey, this is a democracy, and that neighborhood wants Mark out of there, go get him out, 
Well, then it falls back to the old, by the tip of a Roman spear, you shall be cast out of your house. It's, if, if we really looked at it, going back 100 years or more, we have lost everything. And the only reason I fight is locally. I'm telling my mayor and my city council, it's like maybe we can save this one town if we get our heads out of our fucking collective ass. And I'm getting pushback on that because they don't think that that's how a democracy works. And you know what? They're right. That is not how a democracy works. It's how a republic works. So I got to push back on that too. And when people go, Mark, when the shit hits the fan, what are you going to do? And I've told them for years that I'm going to bug out to those mountains over there. They go, well, that's fucked up. You can't do that. What about your community? It's like, hey, they've turned their back on everybody for the last 20 years I've been here. Fuck my community. I'll come back and rebuild when the shit is done hitting the fan and blowing all over the fucking place. And maybe rebuild my community if there's a hope in hell of rebuilding it. And that's why. Because, see, an EMP would be the greatest thing to happen to America. It acts to the world. You know, it'd be like the Tower of Babel. You know how many people died when they con- God confounded their languages? Probably a lot of people died. Just like an EMP would reset America back eh, you know, mid-1700s. You know what? People still went to school. They learned shit. They had jobs. They had businesses. They had wealth. They had a roof over their head, and they had something to do every day. Not that fucking bad, really. So what's, what's the point, I ask? Really, what is the point? I see that no one's on the stream. Of course, it's kind of early in some parts of the country. but And, and most people would be shocked to see that I'm even doing a, a live broadcast because I'm such a fuck up. Um, but really, what's, what's, you know, what's the point in all of this exercise and futility called America? Because we were a republic. We were the light on the hill. That light. It's not only gone out, the hill was torn down for some HUD project to give homeless people somewhere to live. And the light got buried at the bottom of the hill. We are not a light on a hill anymore. We really weren't the light on the hill when Reagan talked about it. We have gone downhill so fast for so long, it's unreal. It's if we're not going to be a constitutional republic and we're not going to follow the constitution as written originally and maybe clean up some of the bullshit like the slavery because they couldn't get it ratified back then and it was the best option they had at that fucking time. If we can't go back to that and maybe take off, uh, you know, burn down the Library of Congress for all I fucking care and just do away with the slavery issue which they tried to do, whether you like it or not. They tried to not have slavery and all men were created equal. They tried to keep it that way. But then if they hadn't said what they did and did what they did the way they did, we wouldn't have had a constitution at all. So 
you know, kudos, you know, back then, 230 years ago, you made the best decision you could based on what you could do at the time. They couldn't send out email 230 years ago because it didn't exist. Everyone can accept that. Everyone was like, of course, founding fathers didn't send you an email. Fuck, all they had was, you know, Thomas Paine writing pamphlets and stuff. That was their email back then. So if if you if you're going to hold them responsible for that, then I would hold you responsible for something you did when you were six years old. Ah, you're a fucking asshole. You ate your boogers then, and you're still a booger. You, well, I haven't done that, and you know, since I was six, one time. Well, fuck you. I never want to talk to you again because of what you did when you were too young to know. So if we could go back to a constitutional republic and burn down the Library of Congress and do away with slavery and leave everything else as written, take all the amendments that have been added since then and just fucking throw them out, we would be okay. Now, here's the thing. If there was an EMP or a revolution or a reset in America, nobody is smart enough to say what I just said and go, let's go back to the Constitution. That's our only hope. That's the lifeline. Well, it's not going to happen. They're going to want to rewrite everything. And what we're going to have is, is a shithole. It's just going to be a fucking disaster. So no one will pick up the torch and relight it and run toward the republic. So I'm canceling, you know, my social shit more. Like I said, I was going to try last year, and I did pretty good last year, but I kind of got sucked back in a little, little tiny bit. Now I, I'm not. I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm, the only reason Facebook will remain standing is because my wife's business and our business, my fucking day job, has Facebook pages. But there's nothing political on there, and so it's not going to get censored. And if it does, fuck it, then I'll close it. It's useless. But uh, I was just going to get rid of everything. I don't need it. I don't need it in my life anymore. And maybe everyone else should look at it that way too and go, do I need these things in my life? Do I need to know what my friend, Frank, 5,000 miles away thinks about what I'm doing? And my fucking sandwich I made? No, it doesn't matter. And, and you're not going to get truth out of the media and Facebook and Twitter and Google and all that are media nowadays. You're not going to get anything out of them except what they want to tell you. So when I call it propaganda and everyone rolls their eyes because it's not got a German name on it, uh, you know, or a Russian name, you know, KGB, you know, propaganda. And, you know, people think it's not. It's American-made. It can't be propaganda. We are not propagandists. Yeah, well, fucking hate to break it to you, but yeah, we are. So, you know, you can do whatever you want, you know, because it's America. And I've suggested for years that we all, you know, take a look at our personal Overton window. Look back outside and maybe find an old photograph of what you used to see when you looked out your window of values. And see if you can pull it back around to that. You know, if they've moved the window so far, knock the wall down and build a new window. Start looking true north again. Your iron rod, which you hold on to, because America is slowly falling down a cliff. And in the last 10 years, 
we've been just going end over end. So I'm I'm doing away with all that. And I just thought it would be kind of nice to to let the the ten people that probably watch my videos and wonder what the fuck happened to Mark Boyle, the prepper guy. That's that's what happened. You know, if any of your friends go, ah, pepper guy used to be fucking stupid. Where'd he go? It's like he quit. He was smart enough to just say, this is not my life. This is not who I am. Who I am is the guy that goes out to a shop and puts up curtain things so I can paint again. Who I am is the guy that built on 1,600 square feet to my house with a second story on it without a permit. Is still fighting the city. And if it falls down, well, fine. But I followed all the rules that I could find online because, you know, yeah, or what do they call that? YouTube University. That's who I am. And uh, everything I've done online has not helped me drive one nail or screw into that house. Not fucking one of them. It's not like I get paid for this shit. Then it'd be my day job might care a little bit more and actually step up my video uh, editing and stuff. But I, I just don't care. I am who I am. And I know that now. That's why I'm saying adios to the people I know. And most of the people I know that are true, true, true fucking fans are people I know. Because <laughs> they live near me. I talk to them. I go out to dinner with them, hang out with them. We talk about politics. And even though we go, ah, whatever, it's not going to change anything, we all can laugh about it and go, yeah, it's not going to change anything. It hasn't for 150 years. Why would it today? And, and we can all agree, you know, most of us agree that America is really beyond repair. It's past the point of no return. Probably FDR did that. But I would actually blame Wilson and some of the others, but it, it doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter to you. It really doesn't. Whether you're active on social media and you really care or not, it's not going to change the fact that you cannot buy an incandescent light bulb hardly in, in your area. If they tell your business to lock down and the business owner is stupid enough to follow some fucking unconstitutional mandate, you're out of work. Your concerns are not going to affect the outcome of that. There might be a program to help you through first year or two, maybe. But what does that lead to? Well, it leads to dependence on a government that is falling apart as fast as shit can happen. Look at Social Security. It was set up for retirement. It was sold as insurance, but it was a tax. And they were going to help you. And you're entitled to it only because a politician 80 years ago said, we're, we're going to give you money. We're going to set up a trust fund for you. So you lose your job because of this COVID thing. And then they give you some money, like we've got $1,000, and then there's all these PPP loans and stuff. And, and now there's $4 trillion going to be set aside for this next shutdown, maybe. And you go, wow, oh, dodged a bullet. You dodged a bullet in a gunfight. A single bullet. And if that bullet was the last one fired, then you did all right, and then you can go back to work. But it's not. There's going to be four more, five more, six more years of bullets coming your way because the company you work for went out of business. What are you going to do? 
What do you know how to do? If you can't get a job, can you grow food? Can you raise animals? Can you move? Can you go hunting, trapping, hiking, camping, fishing, anything to survive? Because see, as it collapses, it falls out from under your feet. So they can pass all the fucking stimulus packages they want, but it's only going to be good and temporary. Because even if it's $4 trillion in your checking account, it's barely enough to maybe make a payment or two on your house. Not your car, not your kid's college fund, not your shopping. And then look at, you know, fuck, people are running at Costco's out of toilet paper again. So did that stimulus package help anybody buy toilet paper? No. I have people in the community that are buying extra toilet paper that they don't need so they can give it to old people that can't go shopping and can't get, you know, toilet paper. It's that fucking stupid. Can you believe it? Like I used to watch these bread lines in Russia when it was really communist and, and, and sit there and go, what the fuck is wrong with these people? They stand in line for two hours a day. That's their day. They get up in the morning and then the, the men go off and do their government assigned work job thing. So their wife can stand in line for two hours to get a loaf of bread for the day. The next day, her job is to go stand in line again to get maybe two rolls of toilet paper. That's where we're heading. So this fucking stimulus package that's going to, ooh, save the world until we get back on our feet, we're not getting back on our feet. We're barely getting back on our feet if Trump re-wins. And if Biden wins, there, there's not even going to be a, an attempt for that senile motherfucker to get us back on our feet. Because the reality is we don't know what our feet are. We've been floating in fucking space for years. We don't know which way is up. Get on your feet. America's gone. So, you know, you can pray for, you know, the stimulus in one hand and shit in the other and see which one fills up faster. I guarantee you there's not going to be any money in the one hand because it doesn't work that way. So... I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I'm going to fix my life. I'm going to worry about me, number one, numero uno. And then my family, the ones that still talk to me. Yeah, they love me. And we just argue like all families. And then other stuff. See, because I got my head squared away with, with God, we're, we're good. We're sympathetical. We got it figured out. You know, if you're one of them Christians that don't think that's possible, I'll fuck you. I really don't give a shit. You know, because you're so far from your God, you don't even understand what he wants from you because I can tell you for a fact, I'm squared away. So God, family, country, look out for number one. I don't know what, put it in whatever fucking order you want. The only one you can't fix is government. You can fix your re relationship with God. You can fix your relationship with family. But you're not going to fix country. There's just too many people set fires everywhere for any one person to put out. And if we're going to put it all on one person like Trump or Biden or Obama or fucking Clinton or Reagan, and that's not even his job. Meanwhile, we're looking at all the people that we elect for representatives that are actually starting the fire going, hey, you're going to help us put that out? And it's like, well, I don't, I don't really know. You know, I, I don't like Trump. 
He's got orange hair. Oh, okay. Here's a bucket. And uh, I got a program for you to fill it up. Go put that fire out. Oh, you making any money? Oh, fuck yes. That's why I started the fire. If we're going to wait for one person besides us to fix it, it's not going to get fixed. So square your life away. Get your shit in order. Because I, like many, many, many others, have been crying in the wind far too fucking long. And now I'm just old and I don't give a fuck. I care about what really is important. And if you look at your life and you look in the mirror, you'll see what is really important. Everything out there in social media is not important. So anyway, um, it's not really a farewell dress because I'll probably throw something out there, but I'm going to get rid of StreamYard because that's fucking whatever, $10, $20 a year. I'd rather just fucking buy Pepsi with that. Uh, roll the toilet paper. Um, and then probably, you know, Podbeam will go away. And YouTube is still free and Facebook's free. So if I really wanted to go live, I can. But if I don't really like talking to people, especially when it's live like this. I have no comments, which means no one is watching. See the little eye in the corner where you probably can't see it. Zero. Nobody is watching. Because they're all watching the news, trying to figure out what's going on. Oh, my God. Will Trump win? <laughs> Is Biden going to concede? Will Trump concede? Meanwhile, I'm just trying to tell you, it's like this shit doesn't fucking matter, man. You're over there looking at the fire and, 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 and praying that your guy will put out the fire finally. Thank God the, the wolves are not at my door again. Yeah, they still are. And instead of electing good people to not start all these fires, like the House of Representatives, <coughs> excuse me, then uh, then nothing's going to change. Nothing is going to change. So get your house in order and enjoy the apocalypse. Love you all. It's been real. Maybe I'll talk to you later, but I highly doubt it with my attitude today. Goodbye, farewell, patriots and true fans that I've had over the years. But I, after watching what some of these other things did, like you know, Mailchimp, you know, canceling, you know, an account because she wanted to support Trump, is it, really like a civil war because of of some dispute over something that you know. Well, that was serious, actually. You know, this is just ideology. It's fucking silly. So I can I can clearly say that I'm, I'm pretty happy with my decision to just drop the mic and walk away. Uh, I got grandkids that will kill for my, my equipment because I bought a bunch of expensive shit that I don't use because I'm a fucking moron. So you all enjoy the apocalypse and, and, and stay safe. Love you. Bye-bye. Made too many compromises already, too many retreats. We invade our space and we fall back. I'm your Huckleberry. The line must be drawn here. This far, no further. That's just my game.